0: With the first pick in the NBA draft, the Minnesota Timberwolves select 10,000 layups. 10,000
1: layups. Hello, good friends, and welcome to another episode of the 10,000 Layups podcast. I'm Kyle Radke here with Julian Andrews. Julian, how are you? Feeling good. Summer's finally hitting.
0: Uh, you know, May, always a good month, I feel like. I had my last class of grad school last oh, week. Oh, nice. So I'm uh, about a month away from done.
1: Really How are
0: you going to cel- uh, celebrate? I'm not sure. My parents are coming in July, so we're going to go up north for a little bit, so that should be really fun. Um, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. I'm trying not to get ahead of myself. I still yeah. have like a capstone project to finish and like lots to do there, but it's definitely nice to be nice to
1: see the end in sight. That's very uh post-game press conference of you not wanting to get ahead of yourself after. I, I learned from
0: the best. Tom really
1: Yeah. <laughs> um what was I gonna say? Oh, yeah, this is the type of weather, um, especially with COVID of do I have allergies or do I have COVID? And yeah. um I have allergies. Especially right you. Now. You've had allergies for like the last year. Yeah. I do all the time. I have allergies. All the time. Yeah. Yep, it's especially now. I can just like tell, <clears throat> even the way I'm talking. I'm like, oh, yep, something's in my throat. Um, all right, Julian. Well, um, we're recording this on a Friday. I think by the time you people listen to it, it'll be Monday. You people um, are you people, wonderful <laughs> listeners, the best listeners in the business. What <laughs> I maybe we edit that out. Um, I think we keep it in. Sub in you people with a robotic voice of the best <laughs> yeah. listeners. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hey, you listen to this on Monday. because um, I don't I don't want to get in the weeds here of like these series because a lot of things could happen. So we won't we won't do any playoff talk. We have some Timberwolves news and then we're gonna start like our off season player yep. um uh kind of review. And I'm 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 gonna guess our off-season pods up until like free agency in the draft are probably gonna be a little shorter. So um probably a little more bite-sized. If you're, if
0: you're missing those roster reviews from Timberwolves.com, here they are. Boy
1: boy we got we got some news for you
0: brought you could jay clayman be sixth man of the year in two years that was Um, us the next uh several weeks of
1: roster reviews so welcome and and we're excited and we're going to start with uh pending free agents um just to get them out of the way because i'm assuming um just by looking at the some of the guys that they won't bring back so just want to like reflect on their career in minnesota what went right what went wrong what's next um Blah, blah, blah. So um, the big news, though, this week, um, I think it hit on Thursday. Uh, Dave Benz is out as the play-by-play announcer um, at Bally Sports North. It was announced on Thursday through a John Krasinski article in The Athletic. Benz was, I think he he was told on Wednesday. Um, we can get into some of the specifics, I guess, but y- your initial thoughts on on, on the move. Yeah, was a surprise, I guess. Um, I don't know.
0: It feels like kind of one of those arbitrary moves. I, I've seen a lot of people who are really pissed on Twitter, and I totally get it. I think for a lot of people, Ben's has been a big part of kind of carrying their fandom through a bunch of <laughs> shitty years. Yeah. Um, and then now, as soon as he, <laughs> there's kind of a, some excitement around the team, like it's weird that the first thing that the Wolves kind of do in the off scene is lay, lay off a play by play guy who's. Pretty well liked. I'm sure there's some inside baseball business it media seems stuff like, going on here. Um, I'm yeah, not totally sure what it is, but there. I wouldn't be surprised to see just like more changes coming. Um, I don't know.
1: I, I assume
0: Jim Pete stays. Seems but, like
1: Jim Pete is safe for now. Um, Marnie is safe. Um, yeah, it's it, it, it is interesting because if if anybody has a league pass, um, I can assure you that Dave Benz is probably one of the top five or 10 yeah, play-by-play like guys wasn't good. In, yeah. in the entire league. Um, and obviously in our time working there, he was very kind to us and nice. So mm-hmm. I, yeah, it, it, it does seem very weird. Um, you know, in, in his story, um, at the, the athletic, um, so yeah, Benz was there for 10 years. Um, and it's funny because when, when Ben's first applied for the position, he actually beat out Alan Horton, who is the, mm-hmm. Um, radio play by play guy, WCCO, but um, Krasinski had a nugget in the in his story that said, um, where's the line? Um, but basically, there's a line in there. Okay, here it is. The decision by Bally, which came with the support of the Timberwolves, came as a stunner to Benz, who told the athletic that he was heartbroken. Um, obviously, like, I, I, like those who aren't, I guess, like, aware. Um, you can yeah. probably guess like the Timberwolves and Bally sports North are like, they're, they're not one in one, but like when it comes to their announcers, they are very particular. Like for example, Jim Peterson was part of the Gerson Rosas hiring, um, interview structure, which was kind of weird, but, um, what, whatever. So the like, relationship is
0: really tight. It's not quite as tight as it is
1: with the radio. I feel like, which actually yeah.
0: happens in the building for those of you who don't know. Um, but I think that. Yeah, that you do not make an announcer broadcast move without, without the, the ex- team, like explicit permission from the team. And honestly, like the team, I don't know that the team was behind moving on from Ben's, but like it could very easily just has been like the Timberwolves saying we want somebody else in there. You know, like right. a, it's really hard to tell with these things.
1: Yeah, and it, it it is interesting. Um, And I guess we'll know more when we see who they get to replace him. Some of the like in market candidates, which there really don't seem to be any. The only two I can think of are Alan Horton, but um he does such a good job with play by play for the radio. It yep. seems like they'd want to keep him there. You know, I think there was speculation that Marnie Gellner could take the spot, but um I, I think Marnie said in a K-fan interview that that she's traveled um or she hasn't traveled in two years because yeah. she took over the in-studio job. And I know with, with her family, that's probably pretty important to her. To her. So I, I think I feel like going she was
0: to, also kind of starting to focus more on the twins when we were
1: yeah. released around. I'm not sure where that ended up, but yeah. And, and like, I think in studio is a really good spot for her too. Totally. Because, yep. Um, I don't know. It, 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 it is hard. And I, I would love to talk to her about it, but going from traveling to not traveling um, is like the equivalent of like working, you know, until 10 PM every night and not getting any sleep. And then suddenly it's like, Oh wait, I'm getting paid the same. And, um, I'm able to sleep more and see my family. So, um, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting because if they get someone, um, I don't even know, again, I don't know who it would be. Um, but it's It's really hard to say. Yeah. Right. It's not like an
0: obvious out. You like, you think, I don't know. You kind of think through it in the same way you think about coaches. Like there's kind of a relatively small group of people who can do this job
1: um well, and th- and that's the thing where it's like i, I think it was they, they just wanted to change a voice and and kind of a, a change of tune for the team but for Benz who is so well respected um at least externally among like media members like Zach low loves Benz and pearson and, yeah. and the, the pair and um you know say what you will about whether you like Benz's. um you know, cause I mean, he comes with like weird ass stats every game. Yeah. Um, he is certainly a personality, but again, if you have league pass and you compare some of the play by play and, and exactly. guys and the personalities, like you listen to the Timberwolves and it actually sounds like a professional broadcast. And Ben's is a huge part of that. Like Ben's has Olympic experience. And, yep. um, I don't know. So I'm curious if, if more comes out and I don't want to, like, I'm, I do not want to speculate because no, I don't no. think, I don't think there's anything like that, but, it will be interesting to see if there's another story that comes out of this because it does seem very odd. Um, I'm trying to put myself in the Timberwolves
0: shoes here and, and in ballet sports, shoes, you know, cause it's, it's definitely a strange move. And the, like, this is the kind of thing you're right where in three weeks, this might all make sense. You know, like sometimes yeah. these things happen and you're like, what the hell? And then like, I don't know. You get a report about, like, oh, he like didn't get along with X. So
1: and so, yeah. And
0: it's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But it's like, I guess the reasons I can think of for wanting it, like, if the Timberwolves want him out, you know, it's like, okay. Typically, when that would happen is like, oh, they think the play by play guy or the broadcast is like too critical of the team. Don't really think that's the case here. Like, Ben's, no. if, I mean, if either one of them were going to get fired for that, it would be Jim Pete, right? Exactly, like, yeah like Ben's was not the most critical. The other thing, the only other thing I can think of is like, okay, Ben's like does have all this kind of, he does some like kind of corny stuff on the broadcast. And maybe they're just like, okay, like we need to be taken. Like he's, it's like, we aren't being taken seriously. Like that's the only other angle I can kind of think of. And it doesn't really hold that much water. Cause it's like, oh, okay. Like Ben's comes up with nicknames. Yeah. for the Players that like, don't really, f- that like, but- you know, but it's like who gives yeah. a shit? You know, like it's a fun broadcast. It, so it's, it's a local. It's a know, local broadcast. Like, right? It's, exactly.
1: Yeah. So, it's like it, I mean, it, it, that's
0: the reasoning. That's dumb because like, what are they going to just hire somebody who's going to come in and be like, oh yes, the Timberwolves are so professional, and it's
1: just like, come on. Yeah, and the, and the, like yeah, the, you br- you bring up a really good point because it like it is a local broadcast where th- there comes to the point where it's like. This guy has to read off like the fast break, break foundation stuff. Yeah, he, has right, to, right, right. he has to like talk about the next ticket thing. Like he has to make all these reads. Um, he's on the same flight as the team, so like, like, like there is a sense of like he is kind of part of the team. Yeah. Um, so at, at the, like I don't know, it, it it's a weird thing because it's it's kind of like an echo chamber of like Timberwolves fandom, and the announcers honestly have to kind of reflect that, otherwise like they're not going to get the support from fans. Um. So yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm, it, it, it is a, like, obviously I think, you know, we hope Ben's um, lands on his feet and I think he will, like he's too yeah. talented and you know, he'll find something somewhere. Um, it is just unfortunate timing because, you know, he, he's made us laugh for the last 10 years with whether, yeah. whether he tried to or, or, or not. Um, and then the team finally gets good and and this yeah. happens. So um yeah we're the only we're, other thing
0: i can think of is like if there was pressure for I, I know you're saying like he does all these reads like if there's pressure from a major sponsor like if there, aura has a like i don't even know but like there's a lot of parties involved here yeah um i just like hope somebody does the big i mean i'm sure I'd probably give it a couple months and ben's himself will say something say man. something so yeah.
1: no that's that's yeah. true um Too bad.
0: kind of a disappointment i guess um i didn't know ben super well but he always seemed like a nice guy and tim twitter with really bad so
1: yeah yeah no he he was super nice um and yeah we'll we'll see uh you know i guess we'll see in a, in a few months whether or not we think it's the right move or not depending on who they hire and, and whether the person has the chops because it's interesting right Cause it's like if you get like an old veteran announcer that people know of like the risk is that they just don't have the same chemistry with jim P. then if you get someone younger and like lively uh you know, you, I think you risk like not being experienced enough. And and I think like Ben's was kind of like the perfect mix. So, um, the grass isn't always greener unless they have someone in mind already, which right in these situations, it feels like they almost always do. Otherwise yes. you're not just going to like yep. stop. So, um, I they do. Yeah, I would imagine. Um, all right. Well, with that, we want to thank our good friends over at draft Um, NBA fans. um, I think I grabbed the wrong read here. Um, anyways, NBA <laughs> fans, um, head to DraftKings Sportsbook, um, make bets, put, put lineups together. They're really fun, um, especially in the playoffs because I think in the NBA sometimes, like during the season, I get overwhelmed. Too much variance. Too, too many things going on. Like I have to watch basketball from 6 until 10, or um, even if you do like a 7 o'clock like slate, it's like kind of hard. Guess what? There's only like two games a night, so it's... It's pretty simple. You're going to watch the games anyways. Um, speaking, speaking of yeah, two games a night, isn't it weird that the Suns and the Mavs and... Yeah. Uh, My why wife is and I that talk- happening? My wife and I talked about this last night. I have no idea. It's like it's the teams
0: no- that played yesterday are playing tomorrow. Yeah. Despite having to travel. And the teams that played on Wednesday aren't playing
1: until Sunday. I don't understand, Julian. Explain this to me, Kyle. I... I yeah, literally. I wanted to watch basketball last night and there was no games on. And then you look and there's games tonight, but they were the same games as Wednesday. I don't understand. I think they're running it for the Warriors. It's the only explanation. It's the only explanation. The predetermined schedule. Yes. Um, yes. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. If they win, you win with promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 plus restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, Julian. Let's get into our first roster review of the year. Oh, yeah, and, baby. This, and this is a big one. It is. It is a big. I was literally just going to say it was an underwhelming one, but it is a huge know. one. Tell us like that. Um. Yeah. Right. Um. All right. It is Jake Layman. Um. Let's go through Jake Layman's timeline here. Uh. Layman gets drafted in the first round, I think, late first round pick out of Maryland by the Blazers. Has a so and so first two years. Suddenly, his third year has he averages seven and a half points per game. But really, I think that playoffs. He and you know better than I do. Yeah. But. He kind of shined in the playoffs. He was 24 years old. He was going to be a free agent, and suddenly it was like, "Wait, is Jake Lehman like a sneaky free agent that you could add to a team as like, yeah, your, you know, third guy off the bench that could average 13 points per game?" Um,
0: that's exactly what happened. He made a living for himself just learning how to cut. Yeah, um, and he just caught a
1: ton of lobs from Lillard,
0: and, and uh, it was uh, like, "Look at this, this guy can dunk."
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and a hypothetical hypothetical shooter. Um, similar yeah. to Mo, Mo Bamba. Um, he shot 33 an all-time uh,
0: theoretical shooter. Yes. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. He shot 32.6% from the three point line on two and a half attempts per game when he was 24. And I think there was probably some hope like, man, this is an athletic guy that can cut. He's active. And if he can shoot 35% from the three point line, maybe we got something. And, um, mm-hmm. Gerson Rosas thought that too. He was part of the off season where the Timberwolves signed Shabazz Napier, Noah Vonley. Um, I feel like there's one pretty more. Pretty much part- everybody
0: who used to be on the Blazers.
1: Yes. Um, and then Jake Lehman. And Jake Lehman got a three-year, $11.2 million deal, um, which I think a lot of people actually thought was a me included. I actually thought it was a pretty good price because good. Yeah. it was a guy, at least in his first year, that was going to be part of the rotation. Um, and then after that, you know, you you kind of figure it out. Um, well, bad news Layman played in about um, fourteen games to start, um, and then he had a left toe injury. He had turf toe that kept yeah. him out for like three months during his first year, and he was really never able to get that back. Um, and he he did average nine and a half points his his first year in Minnesota, but he only played in twenty two games, so not much of a sample size. Um, season two, he played in forty five games, started eleven. But then he went down to, I think, five and a half points, um, shot just 29% from the three point yeah. line. And then last year uh with the Timberwolves, pretty much nonexistent. He appeared in in 34 games, but only played in seven minutes per game. Basically a garbage guy. Um, and and I think a lot of his minutes came in in those games where literally everyone had COVID or they were exposed or um whatever. So um yeah, now here we are, and he's twenty eight years old. Uh, he's made fourteen and a half million dollars. Um, still relatively young, but most of the money all coming from that contract with the Timberwolves. Certainly, it feels like he'll get a one year deal somewhere, um, but not a very big one. Probably non guaranteed. Julian, what like? What, it, it's so hard to see this happen because th- this couldn't have gone worse for Layman. No, it um, sucks. I mean, he
0: he legitimately did have some promise as kind of an offensive piece as a part of a bench unit. Um, and I, I don't know. I I don't think his career is necessarily over. Like I think he's better than the worst guy on most NBA teams, you know? So, so I think he'll find a home. I just, it's definitely not happening in the way that it kind of felt like it might for a second there from an organizational standpoint, like this is the danger in signing somebody because they look good in like 10 games, you know? Um, But at the same time, like they didn't really, I mean, it wasn't that expensive. It's not like that big of a deal. Um, So I think I agree when, when they signed Lehman, I was like, okay, like, all right. I mean, he's a good guy in the building. Um, Yeah. The his teammates like him. So it's, I don't know. I feel like he needs to go somewhere good. Um, I don't, I do not think the path for Jake Lehman is like signing with a shitty team and playing more minutes. I think it's going to a team that needs him to play five ten
1: minutes maybe like 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 he signs it's like the 13th guy and yeah isn't isn't in a rotation and then suddenly like he gets a chance exactly yeah but i think it has
0: to be for a good team because i think like at this point he's never played for a good team really except for this year when he didn't play yeah um so i think like i also don't think that layman i think the way the wolves were kind of stacked positionally also hurt him like, I think there's a scenario where there's just as much talent and he does play sometimes. Um, but just like a small forward, you know, it was, it was going to be Ant mostly. It was going to be mostly Prince. He, and then you, you and know, then you bring in McDaniel and, and Fando. And Bando, like, yeah. You can kind of play the four, but not really. So I think he just kind of got buried. Um, yeah, this is the most I've thought about Jake Landon for a really long time, <laughs> except when they were singing him happy birthday when we were at the game, um, which felt kind of mean.
1: Well, so okay, we were at that game. And, People and he love actually, him. I, I don't and, get it. But, but, but he got in the game. Yeah. And like, I was actually going to bring this up because it, well, no, but like he like airballed, he like missed a layup. Yeah. I think he like airballed a three birthday. At the um, I know, but like, which is always interesting to me and this has nothing to do with skill level, but it's like someone who used to play every single night and then now he's out of the rotation and he feels so uncomfortable and he must feel so much pressure during those moments yeah. that he suddenly goes from like NBA player. That's like cool, calm and collected mm-hmm. to like this nervous guy Very who is like, knows that like, he doesn't get many chances to like send film around. to like, Hey, um, look at what my client did last year. Like I'm Jake mm-hmm. Lehman's agent. And then you like, look at the clips and you're like, Oh, we don't have actually any clips where he played more than two minutes. Yeah. You know, in a, in a spurt. Um, I, I, I think another thing with him is like with, with some of these like hypothetical three point shooters where you look at layman and he's this uh, like he's a small forward. Right. And he's a white small forward. So everybody is, I think we just assume that he's everybody a good shooter, shooter, is a good shooter which, right. <laughs> which is like the equivalent in the NFL of saying like, you know, he's sneaky fast. And it's right, like, right. what does that mean? Oh, it means he's a white slot receiver. And that's what that means. Um, right. But like that never really came to fruition, which is, is hard because, like, we, we, especially with the, a team like the Wolves, you kind of nailed it where, like, if you're a young team, there's actually no incentive to play someone like Jake Lehman, like, if you're a young bad team, because no, no you exactly. already know who he is. Um, So, like, unless he's offering something that, like, nobody else on your team can do, like, everyone can cut hard, right? Like, everybody yeah. can do that. Like, so, which I'm not saying... Not, not everybody does do that, but that that's what made Jake Lehman like, sure. good because he he brought energy. And when I mean, he did that, he was 22. <laughs> exactly. And suddenly you look and you're like, well, he just never was able to put together a three-point shooting season. And then, you know, in, in fairness, it's hard when he played 22, 45, and 34 games um, in yeah. total in those three years, like, to find your rhythm. So, um, yeah, I mean, certainly he's only 28. Like, he, he probably still has you know, five more years left in his career, you know, yep. or potentially more, but like it's, that's, that's where like fit is so important with these guys. Um, Cause the, yeah, you're right. There is a scenario where like maybe he signed with, I don't know, the nuggets instead of the Timberwolves and suddenly he made it work or like right. signed with the magic or I'm, you know, I'm, I don't even know what team it would be, but like where maybe it works a little bit better. So um yeah, hopefully wherever he ends up uh, you know, he can, he can find some playing time and find success. Um, all right, with that being said, we'll be back next week. Um, maybe we'll, I'm out Monday through Wednesday. Well, you're actually listening to this on a Monday, so never mind. Um, we'll have another one on Thursday or Friday this week. Um, we'll dive into the playoffs a little bit more. Yeah, that's a lot more. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll know some more. So, um, also thanks to our friends over at Three Star Sports Cards. We need to do an opening. Um, but yeah, we'll all have some like playoff card stats. Um, for sure, next week. Um, big news in the. we yeah I I might actually head there today. Um, we'll see, but yeah, we we need to do a live opening. Um, but yeah, um, all right, Julian. What was things. your big news? My big news. I'll oh, on you said big news the the oh Roy, Roy, Royce Lewis, um, twins prospect got called up. Yep. So big news in the card world. When, whenever a prospect comes up, their cards just spike mm. um, until people either realize they're really good or really bad. And if they're really good, people hold the cards. And if they're really bad, people just don't buy them anymore so we'll see we'll see what he does i'm going to the game on saturday nice against the uh i think they play the athletics i didn't to a game i have not been to a game yet this season yes this will be my first one actually so i love twins games yeah same thanks. especially cool. when the weather weather gets a little warmer all right man well thank you so much everyone thanks Good for listening stuff. um you rock and we will talk to you soon